Hi. I'm Lone Candle, and I'm going to tell you what I think about abortion. You should be able to determine someone's opinion on whether or not abortion should be legal by the answer to three questions. One, what is a human life? We all agree murder is wrong. This means there's something of special value in a human life so that ending one is a great sin. But what makes us human? What about us do we value so much that we want ending this thing to be a heavily punishable crime? The answer to this will help one determine where in the baby-making process that thing growing inside a woman should count as a human. The second question is, how certain are you about the answer to this first question? Is it a baseless opinion? An opinion with strong logic behind it, but an opinion nevertheless? Is it a fact? If you believe human life begins at conception, and you believe that is a fact, then we're done here. You think that right when the sperm enters the egg, a human being with all the special value we grant a human is created. If this is true, then of course, killing it is murder and should be illegal. But if you're less certain, then there may be room for a third question to have impact. That is, to what extent do you think government should intervene and punish people for actions whose morality is ultimately an opinion? If you think life begins at conception, but feel like this is an opinion and believe in limited government interference in our lives, you may think abortion should be legal, even though you personally consider it wrong. Now, to the truth! I mean that, I mean what I think. I only need to focus on the first question, but doing so is tough. It's hard to figure out what about human life we truly value, and even tougher when thinking in the context of abortion. The best way to think about this is to forget we're talking about abortion and simply ponder why human life is so special. Does your gut tell you that if an ape and a human were dying and you could only save one, you should obviously save the human? Is your gut right? If so, why? Why are our lives more valuable than a cool-looking rock that gets knocked over in a storm? I don't think there's a reasonable explanation that does not have something to do with human consciousness. Our ability to experience the world, to feel, to think, to hope. Something about this is what we feel we've lost when someone dies. When a life ends, someone's conscious thoughts and all the subconscious faculties that support these thoughts die. That is what you are. You are those thoughts and faculties. Without them, you don't really exist. If your heart failed and was somehow successfully replaced with a pig's heart, would you no longer be human? Of course you'd be human. You'd still think about what you wanted to do each day, what you loved, what you hated, and what perplexed you. A working heart is necessary for life, but it isn't what is essentially you. What if your brain died? What if your conscious and subconscious faculties just stopped working, but doctors were able to replace your brain with another? So your heart, lungs, and other muscles all worked just fine. You'd still look like you, but the brain in that skull would be different. The mind controlling that body would have different beliefs and interests. Would you consider yourself to still be alive? Would your family and friends? Of course not. 
The thing we value about humans is somewhere in the brain, and it involves experiences, thoughts, feelings, and hopes. Now, this doesn't answer the question about the ape. Many living creatures have consciousness. An obvious difference between humans and even the most advanced apes has something to do with our intelligence, our ability to communicate in a full language, and our ability to reason. I put more inherent value on a mind that has a basic understanding of what it is, where it is, that can think about things at least partially with logic, and that can have future expectations. Even a chimpanzee cannot do these things even close to where a human can. It's hard to exactly nail down what about intelligence deserves more value, and that's why I don't think we can say Einstein's life has more value than a guy who just barely graduated high school. But the difference between a human and a chimp is so huge that we don't need to get too specific to feel confident that something about our mental capabilities is greater to such an extent that we have the full value of a human. And a chimp does not. I don't want to get too distracted about chimps and humans, because for what I want to argue about abortion, it isn't too important. So back to abortion. What makes a human being something special to be valued is its advanced human consciousness and the subconscious faculties that support this. You could argue that a human doesn't really have a full valued level of mental capabilities until the child is five years old or even older. But at a very minimum, if anyone is going to make a reasonable argument that the life inside the womb has the special qualities of a human, that growing thing will have to have consciousness. If the brain isn't turned on, then it is just a bunch of cells dividing, with no ability to experience the world and definitely no ability to think. Most of us accept that a newborn baby at least has consciousness, but what about a fertilized egg? Hell, we could start before then. What about an unfertilized egg and sperm? The pre-fertilized egg is basically a giant cell with special properties. It certainly doesn't have consciousness. Being a cell, it is more like a part of a living thing than a living thing itself. Or we could consider it a pre-living thing. The sperm is again a cell, but it has a tail. The sperm and egg are each half of a potential human, but certainly don't have human consciousness. Once the sperm and egg fuse, we essentially have a new living being inside the mother. It has its own DNA. While it is alive and has human DNA, it doesn't have anything that makes a human human. It has no thoughts, no hopes, no fears. It is just a bunch of cells dividing. It is a beautiful blueprint of what will one day become a human being, and that is wonderful and special in and of itself. But it isn't the same as a thinking person. By the way, the egg and sperm separated each had half of that blueprint, and that is also wonderful and special. But no one would confuse them for a true human life. Millions of DNA-containing cells in your body die every day. Have millions of you died every day? Millions of people? Do we need to start holding millions of funerals for every person on Earth every day? No, because DNA alone is not a human person. It should be clear at this point that the idea that human life begins at conception, meaning the full value that we give a human starts at conception and therefore to kill those cells is the same as murdering a human adult, this idea is baseless. It isn't even reasonable. I understand why people would feel that way, but feelings alone don't make something true. Such a belief is based on a fundamental misunderstanding of what we value about a human being, of what makes a human being so special. 
I once bought the argument that the union of egg and sperm create DNA that under natural processes will become a human, so abortion is wrong. This is a basic mistake. This belief either baselessly puts special value on natural occurrences and processes, or assumes that things exist before they exist. Something doesn't exist until it actually does. Human consciousness only exists when it is turned on and starts experiencing. Before then, it is just potential, which isn't the same as the real thing. Aborting those cells before consciousness isn't killing consciousness, it's preventing it from existing in the first place. A tree is not a desk until it is made into a desk. Flour and sugar are not a cake before they are made into a cake. And human consciousness does not exist until the brain is formed to such an extent that the beautiful light of sentience is sparked. So when does consciousness start? It's hard to say exactly, but most experts who study fetal development say that at or around the third trimester, the requirements for consciousness are met. This trimester starts at about week 27 of pregnancy. By 12 weeks into the womb, the fetus starts to look human, but looks can be deceiving. The neural circuits needed for consciousness have not developed yet. At 16 weeks, the fetus can respond to some sound, and at 19 weeks, it can move away from pain. Again, looks can be deceiving. The neural circuitry that converts our senses to actual experience haven't developed. Reflexes are not the same as experiencing sound or pain, and then reacting accordingly. Experiencing sound starts on week 26, and pain experience probably doesn't begin until 29 or 30 weeks of pregnancy. But even with the developments during the third trimester, is the fetus conscious? There's a good argument for no. In the womb, the brain forms, but isn't much turned on. Low oxygen and sleep-inducing chemicals keep the fetus sedated. The actual process of birth produces a rush of chemicals that arguably sparks consciousness for the first time. Thus, there's not a hands-down strong argument that even abortion in the third trimester is wrong, because what we're killing is a complicated and beautiful machine that hasn't yet been fully turned on. We aren't ending the full experience that is awakened at birth because it hasn't happened yet. Even the quote, pain, that a fetus may experience isn't the pain you and I know because of the baby sedation. That said, it's complicated because the fetus does start experiencing something in a limited form in the last weeks of pregnancy. Right at birth, babies can prefer their mother's voice and the sounds and smells of the womb. From 20-24 weeks of pregnancy to birth, I think is debatable. The fetus experiences something, but not much. At birth, it is clearly turned on and conscious. I personally wouldn't mind abortion being fully legal all the way up to birth, but I also wouldn't be bothered by a 24-week or greater abortion ban. Hell, just to be safe, I could agree to a 20-week or greater abortion ban. However, before the 20-24-week marker, I don't think there's even a respectable argument for abortion being wrong, and therefore there's not a decent argument for abortion being illegal before then. The fertilized egg and early fetus don't have the basic requirements to produce consciousness. Without consciousness, you don't have the unique special light that makes humans uniquely valuable. It is ending our consciousness that makes murder, murder. There's nothing wrong with destroying biological, even living material if it is essentially as dead inside as a rock. Similar to using a condom, we are preventing the human being from being brought into existence in the first place. Instead of acting upon the egg or fetus, 
condoms destroy sperm and stop them from going on their natural course. I understand that early on in pregnancy, parents can grow deeply attached to their unborn babies. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but it's also misleading. Our brains can fool us into thinking false things. That's why we must step back and make sure our feelings make sense. And while it's good for the baby that the mother and father love it before it's born, if that baby is never born, then the parents love the cells growing in the womb as if they are a conscious being. When they are not, their feelings, however good, are misleading them. One concern might be, why stop at birth? The adult human brain isn't fully formed until much later. It's true that a newly born baby doesn't have self-awareness, but when we're talking about ending a human life, we should play it safe. And counting the organism as ethically human at 20 to 24 weeks is safe. Also, a newborn does at least have consciousness. An unthoughtful response might be, wait, so when I'm asleep, I may lose consciousness. So by your logic, that means I'm dead when asleep? No. Once something exists, it exists until destroyed. Clearly, while sleeping, your consciousness is not destroyed, just temporarily hibernating. This is different than a late-term fetus, which hasn't been fully turned on in the first place. And this concern is absolutely irrelevant to my conclusion that it'd be unreasonable to value a pre-24-20-week fetus anywhere near a human because what makes humans valuable in the first place consciousness doesn't exist yet. Well, I'm Lone Candle. For my treatment of religious arguments about abortion, check my YouTube channel or website. Like me, comment me, and love me like you love truly conscious beings. And by love, I mean subscribe.